Welcome to Southpaws, episode 529, 28 Gallons of Cum. Yes. I'm Saverin. I'm Fuzzle. Things on Twitter have somehow not gotten better in the past two weeks. Yeah. It is no surprise that when we last recorded, we were intensely skeptical about how things would go. And then last Friday, we were all very tired and decided to just hang out instead. Yeah. And here we are on November 18th. And a week before Thanksgiving, mm. three days before the Qatar World Cup, and shit's on fire, yo. Mm. Twitter, as a grand internet Times Square, complete with all the filth and the whores and the, the drugs and the weirdos screaming on the corner about time cubes and time arcs and wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey, super Hulakian nonsense. Mm. Well, as the Final Fantasy XIV official Twitter account tweeted today, the final days are upon us, which I thought was very funny because wow. it's thematic to the current expansion. The The final days was like the main thrust of the back half of the expansion. Mm-hmm. Extremely cool content on sale now for only 30 bucks for the whole series on Square Enix's website, by the way. Mm. 30 bucks get a couple hundred hours of, of RPG, but that... It's a free plug. So anyways, Twitter putting out this deal where it's like, you have to click this link by 5 p.m. on Friday. (laughs) And if you don't do it, you can get your severance and get the fuck out. Yeah, and more than that, you you were clicking the link that you had to be committed to Twitter 2.0, the new hardcore Hardcore. version where we're like, well, minimal staff and you'll have to work 80 hours a week and... Anything worse, less than, like, a total commitment will be, like, a failure. And the majority of the remaining people at Twitter were like, nah. Bye. Bye. The reason that this type of management works at SpaceX is that there's not a lot of other places for literal rocket scientists to go to. Right. But when you're just a coder working on Twitter's back-end or front-end or side-end or microservices or anything mm, else. Database admins. You got. You, know. you can just be like, yo, I worked at Twitter until Elon Musk fucked me over. And people go, oh, shit, all right. Someone pointed out uh, on Twitter, it was like, hey, uh, since Twitter no longer has an HR department, that means Twitter can't verify any employment. So just put the that you worked at Twitter for six years in whatever field will get you the job that you want. Yeah, they pretty much. Check. <laughs> I don't know if that's entirely accurate or not. If the I mean, it's, it's a goof, but yeah, they've <laughs> lost a lot of things, reportedly. One of the funniest ones I saw was The Verge wrote an article about how badly everything is going. And um, at the very end of it, it, was, it said, Twitter no longer has a communications department, so couldn't be reached for comment. <laughs> yeah, and apparently they've lost most of their HR most of their payroll. Payroll staff, yeah. Some of, like there's most of their accountants, their U.S. tax law representatives, and a whole other host of folks that aren't, like, there have been people compiling lists of individuals that were laid off or, quote, got severance. There's now negative 2,500 people working there. Yeah. As it goes, when you're collecting data from Twitter, on Twitter, about Twitter, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, like, you've shaved off 90% of your workforce in three weeks. Oh, apparently turning off the microservices disabled the two-factor authentication. Briefly, yeah. That made (laughs) it so that if you logged out with two-factor on, you couldn't log back in. So that's been sorted. It was fixed. Hmm. The SMS thing was down, but the email system worked, and then they somehow restored it. But 
in addition to turning off random microservices, mm-hmm. he also is discussing possibly cutting off one third of their data center. They only have three data centers that they operate out of, and he's mm-hmm. considering dropping one of them for some reason, dropping the California one and leaving only ones in Portland and Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know we Maybe already have reasons a lack of resiliency. We've lost all the SREs. Mm-hmm. We've got 90% of the staff gone in the U.S. Like, the only reason it hasn't fallen... What's SRE? Com- staff ready to eat? Um, site re- resilience engineers, sites readiness oh, engineers. They're the people that gotcha. fix the problems when shit goes sideways. Uh, so what Panther does. Yes, exactly what Panther does. Um, he's been watching in quiet horror, like I mentioned. And oh, so, I'm like, sure. You I, know, a major tech company in an... You know, industry, you know, or field that he's in. There was yeah. a really long thread today from a guy called Mosquito Coast. Uh, let me find it real quick. Yeah, Mosquito Capital. And people are like, you know, what? Who how the is, fuck this is this guy? You, you, and then you were like, oh, he, he's involved in something important. I don't remember what. Well, and now Twitter is fucking up. And saying, oh, you know, tweet is unavailable. Mm-hmm. So, basically, it's a 50-post 50, 50 thread going through, like, every Fuck. possible failure scenario. Oh, yeah, I did see some of those, yeah. And I it's like, random hard drive fills up. We talked about that last time. Yeah. Physical issues with the network. So... If the tree falls on your building, is it going to possibly cut a fiber line? Mm-hmm. Bad code push. Bad code push two. Mystery site uh, site event. Yeah, the bad code push two was interesting because it was a bad code push that disables your ability to push code. Yeah. And that's really bad because then you, you can't fix it. <laughs> the site Easily. goes dark at 4 a.m. Who's your on-call guy? Do you have an on-call guy? Yeah. The system you use to find the other systems internally goes down. Uh you the FBI wants to inspect someone's DMs. Do you let them? Now a foreign country is doing the same. What do you do? You know, you hired a dude from another company but didn't vet him correctly because you don't have HR and now shit's falling apart internally because of that manager. Mm. Uh you know, child you know, child sexual exploitation material. If you mishandle it, the policy people and lawyers are not on top of it, you will get yanked in front of Congress, in front of judges, into the evening news, places you don't want to be if you're running a social media company. Mm. Physical security at your offices. That occurs to me, I guess, you can't just delete it because the authorities might want to look at any data associated with it, yeah. right? You, you have to figure out where it was posted from, who posted it, what account, any sort of history. Because right. it's an ultra crime. So you'd have to be, be able to take it offline where it's not publicly viewable, but, but have still have all the information and any of the, the all that metadata that's stored in photographs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like most CSAM starts up, like does hit the, like, from what I'm aware that there are those kind of image filters that like does a quick hash check. Mm-hmm. It's like so. If somebody tries to upload something that is a that is known to the FBI or whatever, it should stop it oh. or it catches it. But is there people there to maintain that? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. You know, say there's also the bus factor. You've lost ninety percent of your employees, and you have three senior level site resource guys. 
site resource engineers, and they're all on the same plane that goes down. What happens then? Oh, God. Um, it's like that photograph of all the furries on the airplane yeah. going to or from some con, and the comment on it was how uncomfortable this made someone feel because if, something, if there's an accident, the internet's fucked. You know, oops, you didn't pay the psych appointments for your, your content moderators. Best case, they leave as husks of their former selves. Worst case, suicide. You're in the news. and uh, mm. Or, in worst case, one of them shows up to work with a gun. How's that physical security again? And so it's this massive long thread that I'll, you know, I'll link in the show notes, and hopefully it'll still be there by the time this episode goes up, like, mm-hmm. tomorrow, the, the 19th or so. Yeah. But... Yeah, like, there's all these things, and I showed it to Shiva, and she was like, oh, yeah, I've had to deal with several of these this last week. I showed it to Panther, and he's like, oh, yeah, I had to deal with stuff like this this week. That's mm-hmm. what he does at his job. Yeah. He is a infrastructure-like linchpin person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's bad enough that Twitter apparently doesn't employ any furries, <laughs> but, you know, they've lost 90% of their staff or so in the U.S. I know someone used to work at Twitter, um, but I, I think it was pretty hellish. Yeah. He, this was... This was back ago. in the Jack this days. Was, this was back in the Jack days, yeah. P.E. pre-Elon. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, it sucks because Twitter's where I get my slop. Yeah. It's where I find a lot of interesting things. It's where we find a lot of the topics for this show. Um, you know, because sometimes Reddit's pretty slow. Sometimes, you know, I don't go look at Reuters and dig through articles. I don't have Google alerts. I just, you know, find what comes across my feed, which, you know, we just want to get together and talk as friends. And so I'm not trying to be some hardcore news hound, but this shit, it's really, Mm. it really sucks. You know, it's been feeling kind of insane this past week. I've had a lot of stress on my plate and my health issues are kind of eh. And just... This weird hedonistic, it's all fucking going down, so you might as well post hole type tweeting. <laughs> right. And it's like a picture of a giant pothole or a sinkhole. Uh-huh. But, Donut hole. You know, it's Before and a after bit like, it fe- last night was a fun little hysteria because, yeah, they fired all these people and they, like, said, oh, shit, the offices are all closed and badge access is revoked because we didn't think this all the way through and now we have to lock out the buildings and all these people that just quit have to be shut out of the system yeah so everyone was like oh well twitter's shutting down bye and everyone started posting there all right leaving bye here's where to find me shit there was a uh, great video the california headquarters where somebody was uh, was like projecting like an led light stream like a like a projector kind of like a stock ticker yeah it was basically just talking about what a piece of shit Elon Musk is, and here are all the reasons why. Yep. Here's all these synonyms. We're going through the full thesaurus of negative terms for this guy. Mm-hmm. But all true, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's fuck- He's not just fucking it up to own the libs, he's fucking it up for everybody. I read a, a very interesting article about how... So apparently Elon Musk and Jack Dorsey are friends, and this... Blue Sky thing is actually an initiative of Twitter. It's something that Jack Dorsey's working on. And they both have a very awful, like, view of the world. It's basically that helping anybody in the here and now doesn't matter. It's way more important to progress our species for all of the future humans 
So putting people on Mars is much more important than feeding a homeless person. Yeah. Basically, it was the example that they used. But, yeah, that's kind of what they're they're working from and working towards. And, um, you know, part of the, the discussion on that was that, yeah, he's doing this on purpose because Twitter allowed everyday people and activists to actually hold powerful people accountable. Or at least annoy them. Or at least annoy the piss out of them, yeah. Like, actually bringing down Twitter would be within his goals, basically. Yeah, I mean, like, just today, Reuters on Twitter posted about how, yeah, like, 30,000 more Teslas got recalled, and, you know, their stock has hit a two-year low, mm-hmm. and, 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 like, he's, yeah. he put a fucking poll up to, to reinstate, a Twitter poll for people to vote to reinstate Donald Trump onto Twitter. Yeah. Which, I mean, do you think that's going to bring back the advertisers? I don't think so. And he reinstated, like, three other Babylon people. B, yeah, Babylon Peterson. B, and Kathy Griffin, I think. So it was like, oh, we threw one lib in there. Yeah. To, to try to make it look like we were going to be balanced about this. But it was also very funny when someone said, bring back Alex Jones. He just said, no. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> I, saw the, I saw the tweet. And so, huh. like, he's, he's a shitheaded right-winger, which we knew... And he's just driving this into the dirt to own the libs, to make it so that people can't make their displeasure known that I guess David now Bowie's we know our estate. value. The libs are valued at forty-four billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you know that we can't tell the Bowie estate that making NFTs of his corpse is fucking stupid. That we can't yell at. Wait, are the Bowie estate actually? They were going to do Bowie fucking NFTs? Bowie NFTs. But I, would he would that, not be down with that. Of course, he wouldn't. That's why they waited till after he died. Christ. But they, you know, that whole market's fallen apart. Crypto has been falling apart. This Jason Bankman fraud, who uh, his name is, is that Bank- his full name is Bankman fraud, Bankman a uh, hyphenated. It's Bankman Freed, the FTX guy. Oh, okay. I listened to another podcast that kept calling him Jason Bankrun Fraud, <laughs> uh, which is pretty funny because yeah, this guy. You know, so we have Elon Musk fucking up Twitter, mm-hmm. and we have this has been actually a very revelatory couple of weeks that rich people are just are fucking stupid, just like everybody else. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, you know this, but this is like on a global scale, people are seeing that rich people are giant dumbasses, mm-hmm. just like every, your average dumbass. Yeah. Florida man is only Florida man because he doesn't have a billion dollars, but he's no less stupid than Elon fucking Musk. Florida man makes announcement. See page 14. Yeah, 26. <laughs> 26. Oh, we'll get yeah. to that Good Florida memory. man in a little bit because he's yeah. whining again tonight. But this Jason Bankman Freed guy, yeah. who was another one of these like crypto dipshits, uh-huh. with a similarly fascistic, like, we got to breed ourselves some more white smart children. Because that's Elon's thing. He's- I swear, one of the most disturbing lines I saw in an article about economics was. The domestic supply of infants, i.e. future workers, basically. And it was just like, that is a horrible way to talk about human beings. (laughs) So you have Elon Musk shitting himself on Twitter and making everybody mad. Mm -hmm. You have Jason Bankman-Fried literally 
making the lawyer who handled Enron's bankruptcy go, damn, what the fuck? <laughs> because that guy who was handled who handled the Enron bankruptcy is handling the FTX bankruptcy, <clears throat> and he's like, this is way, way worse. Shit. Because okay. not only was it FTX, it was also like its subsidiary Alameda. And then when their filing was listed, there was 130 other companies that were affected directly. Uh-huh. And the Web3 is going great account that tracks all the crypto bullshits happening has announced at least a half dozen other groups that have had to pause or stop withdrawals or deposits because their shit was all tied up with FTX. And that house of cards is taking down huge swaths of the crypto space. I was going to jokingly say Elon Musk should just buy all the crypto and then the whole thing would just collapse. But it sounds like they're they're doing okay without him. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you have the woman behind Theranos. Got 11 years. Got 11 in years in Club Fed, as it were. Mm. Uh, Elizabeth Holmes, she yeah. got... You know, time, and she was the rich girl who claimed that she would, she could do these amazing blood tests with this, this microscopic amount of blood, and it was all fake. Yeah, I mean, if that was actually true, it would totally. Oh, dude, it would be some medicine. fucking Star Trek shit. That would be some Star Trek shit. Yeah, and but unfortunately, like all these other scientists and doctors were like, "This doesn't seem possible." Let me look at what you got there. Oh no, <laughs> it's fraud. Yeah, so. You know, these are just high-profile rich dipshits who are just fucking up. And the thing is, they're dipshits and they're evil and stupid, but they fuck so many other people over. Yeah. You know, you're looking at Twitter. You've got 6,000 of their employees have lost their job. You've got Amazon laying off. You've got Apple pausing hires. You've got the Theranos thing fucked over that investors, but they're investors. They got money. But, like, the FTX thing wiping out all the dipshits who bought into... Matt Damon going, you're a pussy if you don't buy crypto during the Super Bowl. And, like, it's went exactly like the dot-com burst Yeah, in 96. All these dot-coms were like, yo, check it out. All this money's here. Go to Pets.com, Ask Jeeves, Tripod, Angel Fire, Zaboomafu, Zombocom. It reminds me of Beanie Babies, but worse, because... At least when your beanie investment fails, you have a soft pile to fall on and cry. Yeah, you you can wipe your tears with a little beanie fox. You can't do that with a Bitcoin Mm -hmm. or a picture of a monkey. Or a picture of a beanie baby. Speaking of other rich dipshits, uh, Justin Bieber apparently bought a monkey. Then it went for like one point something million dollars. And now it's estimated value. And I'm putting quotation fingers in the air here. Is only like 70k. You know, so I mean, like, that's a far cry from a million. Yeah, dollars. it's it's you know Tumblr level of failure, or you know Yahoo bought it for a billion and then sold it for three million to like Adobe or whoever later. Uh, automatic, the people that make WordPress. Okay, well, sure. <laughs> you know, some other company for a massive, massive loss. Yeah, it sucks because these rich motherfuckers can fuck up so much for everybody else. Yeah, yeah, they're just. They're, they're the ones, not even a chessboard, they're at the fucking checkers board moving the pieces around. But the pieces are like people's jobs and livelihoods. And, you know, you know they don't give a shit. Because, you know, Twitter, it's support networks for people. It's a way to connect with other people. It's places for artists to share their shit. Mm-hmm. I can come across people 
if I'm looking around, I can find Japanese artists, Brazilian artists, Uruguayan artists. I found uh, one an artist I follow who's North American retweeted like two different Japanese artists and some Uruguayan guy who I'd never seen before who had like 10,000 followers or whatever. And it was a really nice picture of Sunset Shimmer from Equestria Girls like eating a salad or something. It was just this random picture. <laughs> really? In front of my salad? This very technically adept drawing. Yeah, yeah. That from an artist I'd never seen before and I never will probably again because like... You just randomly come across shit like that on Twitter if you go looking. Yeah. And, like, your alternatives are not nearly as widespread. I mean, everyone's talking about Mastodon, but Mastodon has some severe issues with Federation. Like, you end up in the wrong server, and it you get defederated from everybody else, and you're yelling into the void. You have, like... Um, Pixiv runs a Mastodon instance called Pawu. Maybe that's why season three of Picard, the villain, is trying to destroy the Federation because of all the problems with Mastodon. But you won't ever see Japanese artists on on Mastodon because they're off siloed off by themselves. Right. You have there's probably Japanese art instance or something yeah, like that. And if you don't happen to know the exact name of it to join it, you're not. Yeah, I mean they you, can they can be. Retweeted. <laughs> Can you retweet something from Pabu on to dot social? I don't know. Well, I I don't know if they have to be federated with that or not. So, but that's the thing on fucking Twitter. I can just go, hey, I don't know Anybody. what this guy's yeah. saying. I can translate it, and he's not like, you know, it's this really pretty picture of a like a sunbeam going through an arch into a lagoon. Yeah. Sure, I'll post, and it's, you know, the dude's in Japanese, it's in Japanese, but I can retweet that and people will see it. Yeah. You know. Like, I'm on Mastodon.social, but uh, Ajax is on Meow.social, I think it is. And I can, like, retweet, retweet Ajax. Uh-huh. I, I think, I want to say it's called boosting or sharing. Yeah, whatever. Or something. But I prefer just saying retweeting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, the, so, but I don't know if that means that Meow.Social is federated with the main Mastodon.Social instance, or whether there's just sort of a thing set up that you can you can share from from any instance. I don't I don't know. Um, the other thing too is like I know the the admin of like the Yif.Life, mm-hmm. and but is that one federated with the majority of where furries are going or did it get exiled because of x y or z oh that's the y word in it we you know that. i i was on snouts for two fucking years and that died a really stupid death so i have a very strong aversion to going and putting my eggs in any basket there yeah yeah like all it came down to was a harassment campaign from a third party resulted in the admin saying fuck it i quit and then it died a month later that's why I join Mastodon.social, because I'm kind of like, if the main guy running it, the main server involved goes down, well, then none of it matters yeah. at all, you know? And, um, you know, I, it, it has a far lower chance of going down, but I mean, it is still not funded by a massive corporate entity or anything yeah. like that. I mean, like, yeah, everybody having a little fiefdom is fine, but it just results in, like, you know, someday the admin gets bored and stops paying for the hosting, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. Um, or what if they die and their server chugs along in their closet for like six months, but then yeah. eventually, you know, goes away? Then you have, and there's all these other things coming, like 
Pillow Fort is now trying to allow in a bunch more people, but they have content, some like interesting content restrictions. Mm. Um, Co-host is trying to figure out what they're going to allow and not allow, which is always fun. Right. Because they're also just a website. They don't have an app. And they've specifically said that they're not trying to be a Twitter replacement. They're trying to be something different. But I think not having an app for for because most people use these sites on mobile anyway. Yeah. Uh, it makes things easily resharable. Um, that that may hurt them. I mean, even Tumblr has an app. Yeah, Tumblr has an app, and they've allowed titties, but they can't. They can't be if you're fucking. You can't do that, but you can have tits out. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You have Itaku, which I hadn't heard of until today, but they're. <laughs> Stance is ubu no politics, which never goes well. Yeah, let me actually read the uh, the segment of their um, their toss. So number fifteen: avoid sensitive topics and don't bring external drama to otaku. There are already many websites on the internet where you can discuss and argue over politics, ideology, drama to your heart's content, but otaku doesn't need to be one of them. Do not backseat moderate in comments or DMs. Do not use Otaku for preaching ideologies, politics, etc. in text posts, as it's not what the site is designed for. And it's... So you just yeah. you just want it to be a gallery sans comment. And like that's then that serves not as a replacement for Twitter in any regard. Like, it's not just that people need a place to post their shit. They want a place to be social and meet with like-minded people. And if you have a note politics stance... Everybody who's been on the internet longer than five minutes knows exactly how that's going to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to have edgelords come in posting hate art. And when people go, hey, why is my picture of a cute bunny rabbit getting shown up next to a Nazi circle? And then the admins go, no politics. Well, shit, why the fuck would that person want to stick around? And yeah. that's exactly how this always goes. This is a big part of like why all the big corporate advertisers started to pull out of Twitter. Because... You know, they were their advertising poster right next to, you know, a five hundred percent increase of the N words usage. Well, and uh, and also other people impersonating them, which was very funny. You could, yeah, was it the Betsy Ross Museum announced that you can now fuck the flag? Come yeah, on over. come on over, you can fuck the flag. But <laughs> the thing is, with that Twitter blue rollout was so disastrous. Like we mentioned it last week, where it wiped billions off of Eli Lilly and. Uh, Raytheon or Lockheed Martin or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. war companies. Yeah. Like, he paused it and then said, we're going to relaunch it on the 29th, and then he lost everybody here with a quitting. So is there going to be a team to actually put that out? Time will tell. Mm. And, like, D- Elon posted, new Twitter policy is freedom of speech, but not freedom of reach. Negative slash hate tweets will be maxed and boosted and demonetized, so no ads or no other revenue to Twitter. You won't find the tweet unless you specifically seek it out, which is no different from the rest of the internet. And it's shadow banning. The very thing that Twitter's right-wingers were talking about were like, you know, they're they're censoring conservative voices, <laughs> is exactly what he's just reinstituted. You know, uh, like he's, he's stumbling his way back into the same type of moderation, yeah. but he has nobody left to code that shit. And in the quote mm. tweets of that, you just had people spamming the N-word. Oh, God. Like, oh, let's test it out. And it's just 240 whatever remaining Eight. characters yeah. of just screaming the N-word. This is the audience that he's bringing yeah. Like, these people are so fucking emboldened. He's not bringing the best people. No. 
And it sucks. It's weird to have grief over a website that caused you, that has caused, you know, a huge deal of annoyance. But all the weird hot dog people are there too. I like being able to clown on Elon Musk on Twitter. <laughs> you know, I, I've enjoyed the the funny memes, and I have enjoyed people just saying "fuck it" and posting all the art they've had in the in the drafts. Mm-hmm. Like there was an artist today that was like, "I've got all these things in my sketch pile, but I don't know if they're going to be done by the time Twitter's still here." So here's my sketch pile, and they posted like. 12 new pictures. And it's like the super early first sketch where it's just like the circles and ovals that outline the shape of the body. And you're like, you probably can't tell yet, but this one's really hot. No, it's just a bunch of circles and ovals, but with a fucking super detailed Jim Hardiman level vagina. Yeah. It's like, we were focusing on the fundamentals here, and it's just like the shapes, but like penis and vagina. Yeah, yeah. Never mind the arms. Nobody looks at that in the picture. God, it's frustrating because our fur affinity is good for for picture hosting. You know, Ink Bunny has the better back end, but it hosts Cub, and a lot of people don't like that and don't want their art next to it. You know, Weasel is Weasel is kind of forgotten. So Furry is still there for book for writing, mm-hmm. but like Twitter is where everything kind of coming. And Furry Network is so obscure you didn't even remember it existed. Exactly. <laughs> there was that great GIF that came out like uh, six months a year ago. That showed the um, the growth of furry sites over like the last twenty years or something like that. Uh-huh. So you know you see it roll along. It's like oh you know VCL, Miavar, three or four things. And you see FA come in two thousand five, and it gets and it, it, it starts go. No wait, no they don't. They don't even show FA, if I recall correctly. And then they start, but they start showing all the newer ones like Weasel and Furry Network and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And they, so they show where they are on this graph and then they zoom out and F.A. is added and F.A. is just, yeah, it's like how, like, I don't know, 60, 75% of ebooks are sold on Amazon through Kindle. So mm-hmm. like everyone else is just playing in the kiddie pool and it's sort of the same when it comes to furry artwork. It's like, no, 90% of furry artwork connoisseurs are on F.A. Yeah. I mean, that's where people go. And that's like, I will admit that at least people going off oh, fuck Twitter might die soon and posting all their content. I've followed a lot more artists on F.A. as of late mm-hmm. because I was following them on Twitter, but I didn't know they had an F.A. Right, and some yeah. of them were just like, "Yo, shit! I had to reactivate my FA because I haven't used it in a while, but I need a place to put my art that's a little more durable." Oh, that reminds me of a not artist who had on FA today. Um, so I think it was you that linked this to me, or maybe it was Ajax. Ojoy Sex Toy did a comic on spanking, and it's furries, and it's a furry artist that drew the comic. And it lists their FA alongside like their Instagram and um, I think their Twitter. And uh, so yeah, I went to FA. They're you know they're still using it. It's still up to date and everything like that. Good. But there was also a poll on Twitter a few days ago, um, primarily for artists, I guess. That was like, hey, so if Twitter really does go away forever, where are you moving to? And it had FA was one of the options, and the other ones were some of these other. Sites that is just it, started was it Glow Possums? Because I think Glow Possum did one, and she was like, F.A. Ink Bunny going down with the ship or IDK LOL. No, this was different. It was actually for 
legit sites. It was like, I want to say like F.A. co-host Mastodon and like maybe one other one. And F.A. was fucking running away with the numbers. Like at the time I looked at it, it was like 75% or something respondents said F.A. So F.A. has still got some legs in like as, as much... As people bitch about it, you know, as much as we'd like some updated features and stuff like that, this site has been online since 2005. It's had a good couple big chunks of downtime in that time. But even during that downtime, no other site actually succeeded in in taking replacing a, it and yeah. taking that spot. Like, FA was just not there for, like, six months at one point. I remember that. And... And no other site actually rose to the top. It, it became a viable competitor. And people keep rolling out new sites that are supposed to be an FA killer. <laughs> and they last like three months. Yeah, or it never even gets off the ground because they immediately get deluged by people being like, are you going to ban feral art because that's bestiality? And then they have to have a big talk about that. And then they, they piss off everyone that has a feral character or a chakat character or any kind of tor and or a dragon and they and they realize how stupid that is and that they're you know and that and like the pokemon are you know well, I mean, about that. there was that furry life online that came and went very quickly yeah yeah that's every, happened a couple of times everything to a vote and was like banning abdl banning fucking Dragon. They, they they actually let people vote that they wanted to ban dragons, and it's like you you could you couldn't post feral and you couldn't post lion like you could like you could post Pokemon but you couldn't post like Nala. It was very granular, and people were like, "Why the fuck should I bother with this?" Because if I post as long as it's not like Cub, I can post it to FA. Yeah. And like, so, Cub and hate speech. I mean, you know, like, F.A. has already gone through the fires of, like, saying, here's all the political speech that we're not going to allow Nazi right-wing bullshit. Yeah. You know? There's already a site for that. We don't have to build it again from the ground up. And so, like, yeah, like, it's... I don't think... And I think, like F.A., there's not going to be a social media competitor that replaces Twitter. So... It's yeah. going to suck. There's going to be a lot of people you lose contact with. Like I've also seen other takes on it that, like, what will eventually happen is that Musk will end up selling it for a loss of probably a Tumblr proportion to somebody else. Um, and hopefully that somebody else is someone who just actually believes in what Twitter should be. And then they're going to hire people and they're going to rebuild it. And like, so Twitter might stutter and stumble along and crash a few times or maybe have a lot of downtime for a little bit. But eventually it'll get passed on to somebody else and will probably maybe come back. I hope so. But I also hope that the people that end up buying it are not like the fucking Saudis. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think as a property as an IP, um, as a thing that has a very substantial user base. It's in corporate speak too valuable for it to just go away forever and have 
nobody step in to actually rehabilitate it. So I think I think it will end up getting turned over to somebody else at some point. You know, you'll probably like sell it for forty four million instead of forty four billion. You know, something like that. But um, it'll be like, hey, we'll sell it to you for four twenty sixty nine. For real? Yeah, because like that's a funny joke to make on a silly furry podcast. But Elon actually fucking does that shit in real life. Like the stock offer that he made to them was. Fifty four twenty a share, because four twenty. They used the funny number in my big fucking corporate takeover announcement. And it cost him so much money. Yeah, yeah. So it's depressing. It sucks, and he somehow managed to spend thirty eight minutes talking about it. Yeah. So let's move on to something um, better. My night started tonight. Saverin came over, and Saverin bred me. Yep. He bred me up good. I got. I brought my chocolate. I brought my sugar. <laughs> and I sliced it up good, and you know what's really good? If you put some butter on it. Yeah. 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 So, shifting topics to more personal shit. Yeah, yesterday, this this week has been really long because it's been a lot of doctor appointments and shit. Mm. So, like, um, two days in a row I had to be out in Fort Worth for good chunks of the day, and... I was, for some reason, I mean, for obvious reasons, I was tired as shit when I came home yesterday. Mm-hmm. But then I got home, and some fucking spirit entered me, and I cooked four pounds of chicken, two loaves of bread, got rice made, I got dinner served, did the dishes, did my laundry. <laughs> like, I just was like, I'm home, I'm tired, I'm dozing off in my fucking car, and I get home, and I'm like, I have to do my tasks. And I did my little tasks. You genetically engineered the return of the thylacine. Yes. I was like, must do must do tasks, must do work. Ah, oh. you know, checked my plants because I got them little plant blankets. Mm-hmm. Um, making sure that they're are there little pictures of plants on them? Yeah. Well, no, they're just green. Oh. Okay. Um, but they're you I'm don't trying want to, make to over. Jealous, I suppose. Yeah, I'm trying to keep them alive because it's. Just hovering that so close to freezing, but not sticking there. Yeah, it was like 45 and like, when I came home. And my back porch habaneros are finally fruiting, mm-hmm. which is just and the worst. 45 degree weather? They're like, it's fuck yes, so time weird. to make some little habaneros. A whole shitload of them. Mm-hmm. So now I have to be very careful with them to try to keep them alive long enough to get one last harvest off of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to lose some plants over the winter, but I'm going to try to overwinter as many as I can. Uh, but yeah, I've, I made a bunch more spicy salt. My banana pepper plant has decided again that it's like, oh, it's cold as shit and I'm on the verge of death. Well, fuck it. Time to put out like 10 peppers. I have one that's literally like six inches long that I haven't harvested yet, but I should soon just because it's impressively long. Not that girthy, but it's very long. It's like nice. a deer dick. Um, <laughs> you know how they're drawn in furry art sometimes? Yeah. And it's very yeah. long and conical. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has been like my last couple of days, like get home, sleep, wake up, dark appointment. But then like, I just decided, Oh shit, time to cook dinner. And Panther was like, cause I made two loaves of bread. Cause we had like four bananas that really needed to be used mm-hmm. and that stuff doesn't keep. So yeah. he literally was like, where are you? Are you going out tonight? Yeah. Take, take that loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. Oh, well I'm going over to Fuzz's. Good. Take the bread. Because if, if it was going to be your place or at Shiva's, she was, she was just like, yo, get this out of my house. 
Not because we don't want to eat it. It's very good. <laughs> but it's not going to be good in the pace that the three adults at my house are eating it. Right. So I do have a, like, last week was kind of cool, though. Last uh, Saturday, I did the last Maven's Moon thing. Mm -hmm. So Maven's Moon is the New Age shop that I've talked about a few times on the show. This was their last uh, pop-up event Mm -hmm. that they're going to do at that property because their landlord sold the place out from underneath them. And so everything was going to get bulldozed flat. This was the last time they were getting to do it. So I was out there, there was drum circle and fire pits, and it was pretty slow sales-wise because it was pretty cold, but they busted out the extra fire pits, so I ended up talking to some very colorful folks Mm -hmm. over the course of the evening. It was very pleasant, if not a bit cold, Right. but I did that by myself, so I didn't have to worry too much about my mom being too cold. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was actually really fun because, yeah, sure, dude, tell me about your past life as a Catholic priest that was burned to the stake for heresy. Yeah, sure, go ahead, man. (laughs) <laughs> you know it's like you get to talk to these people I, I and i actually got hit on which is kind of funny it was very like a also ran hit on thing yeah there was a chick who talked to me who came by the booth and was talking to me earlier that evening she was like man you know it's coming these things it's so hard to find single guys and i'm just like yeah huh it's pretty wild and it's pretty dark you can't really see you know I have a beard right now, and it's coming in gray in parts. I've got gray streaks in my hair. I'm no spring chicken. Mm -hmm. And this chick was probably less than 25. But later that evening, I was talking to some dude who was, you know, we were standing by the fire pit and chatting, just, you know, random small talk with a stranger. Uh And, you know, I he mentioned that his girlfriend had dragged him there, and but he's like, I was having fun. It's not really fun. He's like, it's not really fair to say... She drug me here because this has been fun. I'm like, yeah, this is a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad I got to do this. Yeah. And uh, after that, she came, that same chick came by and was like, yo, so that guy you're talking to, do you know if he's single? Do you know if he has a girlfriend? And I was like, well, he was literally talking about his girlfriend dragged him. He's like, ah, damn. What about you? <laughs> and I was like, I've been with my partner for 20 years. I am very well taken. She's like, oh. <laughs> it was so funny, though, because she just sort of like, she's just wanted some dick. And I'm like, it sounded more to me like she wanted a relationship, though. I don't know what you're talking about, like, because like you're in an open relationship, dick is easy to come by. Yeah, I'm not gonna take her to the, you know, tarot parlor in the building and fuck her brains out. That's not gonna work. It's really cold, (laughs) you know. It's it was just such a random thing, though. Like, I don't think she had any ill intent. She's out there hunting for a boyfriend. Good for her, but she was very much barking up the wrong tree. You know, I'm, I'm just imagining the, the tarot reader doing a, a reading while you're you're, you're banging you know. her on the floor. No, no, no. She's she doggy style, using her back as a table, laying out the cards <laughs> on her back. God, They're like ah, this card, anal. Mm. <laughs> Invert of anal. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh. it's. Shuffle you know, the deck. You just spin her around. <laughs> <laughs> spin to win, baby. Yeah, I mean, other than that, like, there's not been a lot of furry developments. Like, did we talk about BLFC at all? And that shit? Where, like, they oh. got shoved into the middle of the week? I, and... No, I don't know if we actually discussed that. So, it's very interesting. Because, um, to my knowledge, there has not been a furry con that's run... 
on the days of the week that they are going to run. I think it's like Sunday to Tuesday. Yeah, Saturday, it's some weird Sunday ass Wednesday. middle week thing. Yeah, it's like it starts at the end of the weekend and runs into like the middle of the following week. And um, their post was basically about the hotel costs are like X percentage cheaper. Like we're saving money. Our attendees are going to be saving money. Like because you know the rumor that I heard. I am not on the staff of BLFC. I don't regularly talk to anyone that is. Uh, I have no insider knowledge. But the rumor that I heard was that basically, like the first year that I went to BLFC, it was probably their second or third year. The hotel rooms were dirt fucking cheap, and and the rumor was that they got that deal because the um, casino pretty much expects anyone that shows up there for a conference to gamble uh-huh. and spend a shitload of money. And that wasn't how furries rolled. There, there, there are some furries that are really into gambling and really into like, like the folks that always do really well into poker tournaments at furry cons and stuff like that. Um, but, and we've even had like casino nights at a couple of furry conventions. Did Fiesta do one? One year? Yeah, we, we actually do it every year. Like, like we did a casino night last year, night. yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, um, for whatever reason, um, BLFC's attendees did not hit the mark for um, what the Grand Sierra Resort was expecting. So they responded by basically being like, nah, you're going to actually pay for the fucking room. So the rooms got a lot more expensive didn't affect the popularity of the con. People still went. The con still grew. Um, but I guess they hit a point where, you know, the only deal that could work out to both of their benefit was, like, doing this really unorthodox thing for a furry con by having it on completely different days. Because at first, I didn't read the whole thing at first. Cause I, I think I was at work. And all I, I, I just, I noted the highlights. I was like, where are the dates? Oh, okay, October 31st to November, whatever. I was like, okay, so it's going to be over Halloween, you know, so it'll be up against like furry invasion, but they're a thousand miles apart, so who cares? Yeah. It's probably not going to affect Vastly different areas. Yeah. Um, but I had not actually looked at the calendar to realize what days of the week they were. So this was actually a much bigger announcement than I thought it would be. And they're actually teaming up with PawCon, which is in San Jose, uh, which is a smaller con. It's basically, I think it's around the same area that FC yeah. is in, but at the opposite time of the year. Well, late in the year as opposed to January. Um, and they all they have like a set time frame, unlike a lot of other cons. They always do it like the weekend after Halloween. So it's like that first weekend in November. So basically, this is set up that like BLFC ends, PawCon starts ramping up. So they've actually teamed up with PawCon and it'll be like, this is going to be the first week-long furry con. You go to Reno, you go to BLFC for four days or however long it is, and then you travel to San Jose, California... And continue your journey through with PawCon through that following weekend. I it sounds cool. I Which wish I mean, some people might do. Luck. If you have the PTO and the finances to be like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah, I am going to take a ten day vacation across two cities 
and I'm going to just do this big furry thing. And uh, I don't know if they're arranging any kind of transport. Like, if they had, like, a... if like a deal with like a bus company or something to actually move people en masse from one con to the other. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know if they're, they're looking into anything like that or not, but you know, yeah, it could be a cool time. Um, and frankly, like a lot of BLFC's attendees are from the San Jose, San Francisco Bay area. Apparently it's only, I think like a six hour drive to Reno from there. So to get a lot of Californians anyway, who would then go home and probably go to PodCon anyway. Um, so it'll be, it'll be, all I'll say is it'll be interesting. I have no idea how it will turn out. It's, it'll be an experiment. You know, I wish them well. And you know, it, it might work. It might just be this totally unique thing that no one else has done. And people may jive with that. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it could be really cool if you have the time to do it. Um, I don't know how successful that will be, but I certainly don't wish them ill. I know that they probably are sweating bullets given their time frame. Yeah. Because, you know, costs are fairly static, and if you lose attendees, you're going to be in the hole. Mm -hmm. So, like, we'll see how this goes. But, I mean, like, if you go for cheap during the week, all right, well. Yeah. If you can do it, do it. And we're... We've been staff and board before. Um, you are still currently. We know a little yeah. about, about how the hotel negotiations go. So it's like, and you, you know, when once you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, and especially if you're like, okay, we have a particular vibe for our con. We're the casino con. Then you have to look at, well, how many casinos are there in Reno? Are there going to be better or worse arrangements than what they currently have uh-huh. at the GSR? Um so, you know, by being specifically a casino con and not just a random hotel con or convention center con, that does, you know, you shrink their Venn diagram for, uh, of appropriate places for them to have a venue. And, you know, the con, the hotel may have them over a barrel. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I know for a fact that, like, with Fiesta, we've grown through four hotels. Yeah. We yeah. started out at the Crown Plaza, outgrew that, went to the Intercontinental, outgrew that, went to the Hyatt, outgrew that. Now we're at the Sheridan. And, well, it'd be very hard to outgrow that. And now the Sheridan mm-hmm. fucking knows it. Yeah. Right? So, like, yeah, we would have context, to basically... Akon was at the Sheridan with, like, 20,000 Yeah, and, like, attendees. Anime Fest is there at, like, 10. So, so. If, if Fiesta almost quadruples in size, we might have to look at the Dallas K. Bailey's Hutchinson yeah. Convention Center. but Which, <laughs> you know... If the world doesn't go to complete shit, they the voters did approve the bond to rebuild that and a, a provide and redo the K. Billy Hutchinson and build additional hotels. Oh, it will finally have more than one fucking hotel. Apparently, nearby. that was a bond issue that passed in Dallas County for the city of Dallas. Yeah, probably to make up for the bond issue that didn't pass previously. Yeah, uh, because the city knows that it's losing out on a lot of rev. Yeah. And the original bond to have, like, four hotels around that convention center failed because hotel owners in the city basically helped push it down. Yeah. Uh, with advertising and, and politics and stuff like that. Because apparently Dallas has, like, an ungodly number of 
of rentable hotel rooms. Yeah. Like more than we really need. And they were like, if you put four more multi-story hotels here, we're just that much more fucked. But then at the same time, it's like it's a convention center capable of having events for thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Like fucking 50,000 person events. It has one hotel there. The Omni only has like 1,500 rooms. Yeah, and it's not a huge hotel. And it's like, that's fine for like a boat show or something. If you're just going to go down there for the day, walk around or whatever. But, um, you know, for a convention that people are... If it's a type of convention like a furry con where people actually get hotels and stay for the whole damn thing, uh-huh. that is not enough space. What's well, like um, Acon got shifted out to being at the Irving Convention Center, and it's now just a day event. It used to be a multi-day overnight thing. Acon is a day event now? Yeah. Wow. There's no attached hotel in Irving. There's only little bitty hotels. Wait, they're, they're in Fair Park last I heard. Are they no, in Irving now? They're back in Irving at the Irving Convention Center. And the there's no hotels around there. There's And they were at the Sandcrawler and the fucking... Uh, toyota music mill or whatever thing but it's the the two spaces were half a mile apart in the middle of summer june 4th or something like that was when that event was Uh so have fucking fun walking half a mile between spaces in your cosplay in june in texas there ain't no trees near there by the way um just go to google maps look up the irving convention center and you'll see why i call it the fucking sand crawler yeah it looks like the sand crawler from star wars (laughs) um yeah so yeah, like when... it's also a fucking lead box. Like cell cell signals go there to die. Yeah, it's not quite as bad as it's the... a Faraday cage. Yeah, I mean the building is clad in like this rusted metal gridding, which acts as a Faraday cage. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's no hotels near there. It's a day event, and it I felt kind of bad because I was vaguely interested to see how it would go, but like I didn't know anybody that went. So mm. it's like why I didn't really look into it. And I don't think the one person I know associated with it is on staff anymore. Yeah. It hasn't been since it was sold. So, you know, like, Dallas is sitting on a lot of potential revenue that if they got their act together and had a space that could host a lot of people to stay overnight, they could use the K. Bailey Hutchison to Mm -hmm. have big events. You could have Fan Expo there and have it be an overnight event. You could have Akon there and be an overnight event. Yeah. But... Added as it currently stands, like, the biggest hotel space that's not the Gaylord and not the Sheridan is the um, Anatole, Hilton Anatole, and they got out of the game of doing any sort of fandom events because of Akon. Yeah. Because yeah. fuckers kept messing up the hotel. Like, Jesus, how bad do you have to fuck up the hotel for them to just be like, no, no fandom conventions ever, which is a pity because... I mean... On average, furries are a lot better at treating the hotel than other conventions are. You get 32,000 nerds that skew younger than the average furry age in a space. Mm -hmm. They're going to fuck it up. Yeah. So, But what you're saying to me is that this bond passed. They'll start building hotels, which means that by the time Furry Fiesta is pushing 20,000 attendees... We'll have plenty of hotels to work with at the Cape Bailey Hutchinson. Yep. If we're not, you know, blown up in World War Three and put in death camps, we could have some really good furry cons in the and, future. And and by that point, Anthrocon and Midwest Fur Fest will be in like the 
San Diego Comic Con territory. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know, because the the litter boxes the litter boxes stay. You know, uh, don't get yeah, don't get me started. On yeah, that. don't get started on that. So you know, BLFC, good luck to them. Like, I know how rough those negotiations can be, and like, there was a lot of people discoursing on on Twitter, which like. Oh, you know, you want things to be on a weekend so that your privileged tech bro ass can go to this con. And it's like, well, maybe. Wow. But also, yeah, like, there were some wild ass takes I saw that are not worth really discussing. But yeah, it's like, I saw somebody sum up a, a convention discourse by saying something like, furry conventions are classist. Yeah. <laughs> Then again, I saw someone claim that bringing chili to your neighbors who only buy DoorDash is ableist, so, you know. Twitter, people just go on Twitter and say anything. Would people really do that? Just go online and lie? Yeah, apparently (laughs) so. Um, So, you know, we're we're just, we're here. We're trying to survive. The next con that you and I are going to, we're going to go to FC in January. Mm -hmm. God willing. Yeah, God willing. I I hope that if the crypt don't rise and the Omicron don't vary. Exactly. (laughs) Um, we will be there. We will not be at Anthro Expo because turns out Anthro Expo is the week after FC and we'll be traveling back across the country from California to Texas. So we might be in the area around that weekend, but we would not be in a state to vend. <laughs> Wouldn't that be a hell of a show, Fuzz? Oh, we go Christ. to we do FC, bring whatever we don't sell to fucking Anthro Expo, and then we go home the Monday after. You're like, fuck BLFC and PawCon. We're doing FC and Anthro Expo. It's way longer and much harder, and we'll probably kill us both. But what a way to go. Yeah. You know, flipped upside down in a ditch, crushed to death by furry pornography. It's already happened almost, almost already happened once. I know, but the van can hold so much more weight to kill us with. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we will have to take 40 across, probably, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, there's like a couple of different routes that we could take. Um, if we take the more southerly direction, the benefit is, is that we don't go through the mountains. The downside is, is that we have to basically go down I-10 and then go all the way up through California. Yeah, my main concern is that the route from here to Amarillo, like, basically skipping through Oklahoma, is flat as fuck, uh-huh. and is nightmarish to drive because of that. Because it feels like you are just driving in a flat plane, yet making no progress. It'll be fine. I will get a wheel alignment. If we both fall asleep, the van will just keep fucking going. Okay. cruise control. Good, good. Really good, yeah. Yeah, all right. I see no downside to this plan. Um... <laughs> But yeah, FC's our next thing. Fucking MFF is very soon. That's two weeks from now. Don't worry. Oh, my God. Dude, next week's fucking Thanksgiving, dog. We're so fucked. (laughs) Like, I have people... I have people asking me about fucking Thanksgiving, and I'm like, next week is Thanksgiving? I know, right? Yeah, it's it's insane. I've made... It came up at work today on a meeting. Like, um, we had a meeting this afternoon... And our boss is like, well, if I if I don't see any of you again for the holiday, have a happy Thanksgiving. Because like, I mean, some some people backload their PTO, so they they have like they say, the, Fuck it, I'm the week off after Thanksgiving, or they take the week off between Christmas and New Year's. Um, but yeah, the fact he came, he said that, and I realized, oh shit, 
Next week is a two and a half day week for me. Yeah. Because we'll be closing the office early on Wednesday. And then I get Thursday and Friday as holidays. So that'll be nice. I'm honestly more than what I love about Thanksgiving. More than just the food and the leftovers. It's the fucking four day weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's somewhat what Panther will get. But he's, you know, has to make sure that shit doesn't catch fire. Hi, dog. Hi. Come on in, join. You can sit down and listen to us banter about the last bit of the show. Yeah, I heard you all say Thanksgiving, and it was just like, I have to come. Oh, that, oh. Was, that was the dog whistle. It I was. Because um, I have to make three different kinds of meat. Um, we have like 14 people coming to ours. Mm-hmm. Dog, if you want, I will take you out to Town Talk, and we can get you various types of desserts. Um... That is a possibility. It's just usually desserts are like the only thing people bring. Okay. (laughs) They had fucking massive chunks like deli roast beef and big old butterball turkeys. You'd have to thaw them, but they're there. Yeah, I have to buy a turkey like tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I thought you were going to say that they just had like... Like massive desserts that like you, you have to carve them. Oh, like dude, you do in a they deli. had <laughs> these giant like mass-produced chocolate roll cakes that they pretty up and sell in like fancy restaurants. Four dollars for like four linear feet of cake. Oh my god! Oh, I, I shared the photo in our chat. I'm, I'm thinking Homer just, Simpson with the donut king uh, machine in hell. Yeah, <laughs> just um, shoving that. Into don't your talk mouth. about my kinks on the podcast. <laughs> well, we're gonna put so much cake in your belly, dog, which would be really bad for so, multiple layers. So speaking, speaking of your kinks, you mind if I tell the story about buying the furnace this morning? <laughs> what story about the guy? Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, he'll never hear this probably. Okay, so. Uh, we've had a lot of house repairs recently. Yeah. Uh, the latest is that on the first pretty cold day of this year, we turned on the heater and it failed to turn on Ooh. on the bedroom side of the house. The other one was fine because it's only like a year old. Um, and, you know, we had a couple of estimates and stuff like that. So the um, a guy from another company that we got a coupon for in the mail came out today and is giving us... The pitch and everything. And I don't even notice these things. Like, to me, he's just this dude. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, after we decided, okay, we're going to buy it. Because the, the nice thing was it was less expensive. Uh, and also, he could get an installer out today. Like, nice. just today, we have had a furnace installed and our insulation redone in the entire attic. Nice. And added insulation for- over the garage. All yeah. for cheaper than the quotes of even just installing a furnace from other places. Nice. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, the house should be nice and toasty. It should just hopefully um, be more energy efficient with the new insulation as I well. Mean, we're sitting in the solarium, which is an additional room, and it's pretty comfy in here. Yeah. And um, so, so Tirid is jokingly saying, you would have bought anything from that dude, right? So... For reference, this dude is about my age, kind of chubby, <laughs> and Ajax was like, "Oh, they they tricked me. They set over a thirst trap first thing in the morning." <laughs> like, oh he, God, he's too dad-like. Yes. He, he was he, like he literally talked about how you had to pay alimony payments, and it was just like, and you're like, "Oh, tell me about your grandkids." <sighs> Don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, just 
describing it as a thirst trap. Just, oh. That's funny. (laughs) He had plumber's crack as he was going up and down the ladder. His belly kept showing out from underneath his shirt. And I'm just like, is this really happening? Am I still asleep? (laughs) Is, Is this just a really... Did like, erotic dream? Were you or? just waiting for him to put his belly on the ladder? I did start that meme, so yes. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, that's funny, though. I mean, that's cute. Yeah. Like, we, we put our, our heater on for the first time, and the smoke alarm went off. Oh, no. So the burning dust, because, like, I'm just sitting there, doop-be-doop-be-doop, working on shit, and then it, beep, 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 like, what the fuck? It's, oh, God. And I run out there, and Panther was like, oh, I turned on the heater. Oh. Okay. I, I saw a great tweet the other day. It said, I call my smoke alarm Gordon Ramsay because every time I cook, it screams at me. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. But no, Thanksgiving's coming up. I don't even know what the fuck I'm going to do. Like, Panther was like, I thought we Have weren't going to... consider giving thanks? Well, <laughs> I told him that I don't know what our plans are for Thanksgiving because my dad. Yep. Yeah. But he also wanted to go to fucking Cracker Barrel yesterday, and we did. So he's being a bit cavalier. Mm. But also, like, I also don't think I have the energy reserves to do four family Thanksgivings anymore. No. no. Um, You're going to have to take so, from that. like, we haven't gone to do any sort of family Thanksgiving thing for the past two years, and this year is not looking like it's much better either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to figure out something to do with my dad. Like he, my mom was like, "Yo, I want to spend time with dad that day, yeah. even if we don't go do stuff." And I'm like, "All right, I can facilitate that, but it's just a question of what else." You know, just cook a, fo- a small family Thanksgiving at home with yeah. your parents and Panther and Adam. Um. Yeah, do like we did. Get some stuff from Heart 8 and just have that be your Thanksgiving dish. Yeah. yeah. Just do... Maybe do something small, because we'll see. Yeah, because then your parents get to see each other and you don't have to deal with the drama. Yeah. Well, hopefully. You don't have to drive all the fuck everywhere. Because our family live like in kind of a far-flung area from us. Well, the last time we did it and I tracked it, it was a 110-mile loop around DFW. Whoa. Yeah, I just expect I'm not going to see you on Thanksgiving because you've always got like four family Thanksgivings yeah. to go to. Well, if Especially I can, this year, if I can help it, medical stuff. Yeah, I yeah. will try to be more local and not do a bunch of driving. Like, yeah, I've already looked at the Black Friday sales for like games and shit. I've done my Fiesta for your, fi- your Fiesta pre, and I yeah. looked at all this shit and I was like. Huh. And I went to Kayla's and was like, is there anything on here? He was like, no. All right. Well, shoot. Um, we're, we're kind of stuck because there's this has been a really lean year for fighting games. Yeah. The only one that's come out that people are really enjoying is du- uh, Dungeon Fighter DNF Duel, basically. And that's not really received a, received a lot of post-release support either, but it's not gone on sale. And you said, like, the next big game announced a release date, and it's in fucking June, so yeah. that doesn't help you. So, like, Fiesta. Tekken 8 and Street Fighter 6 won't be out in time until Fiesta 2024, which... Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah, yeah. 23's okay. coming up. Today's, it's 2022. Fuck, man. <laughs> what year? For now. I, I come I, the Robin Williams yeah I, I just I come out of my quarters and I go to Wharf and say what star date is it <laughs> we, we just watched the finale of TNG nice. right again. yeah, yeah. Um, 
But it literally going like, I had a moment there. What, what year is it? I by that it point, like it just turned twenty twenty two. Like it does not feel like the end of the year at all. Maybe by that point, we'll have access to PS fives to a degree. Who fucking knows? Yeah. Um. Other than that, you know, hey, Pokemans came out, so enjoy your fresh crop of porn. Two thirds of the e- the starters have good furry bait evolutions. The third one, well, sorry, fire starters, you got fucked again. It's flat fuck Friday forever for you guys. Is it another fighting type? Uh, no, oh. um, it's fire ghost, but it's like a big fire alligator. So I've already seen people do the flat fuck Friday meme with <laughs> the Evo for it. Um, but both the weed cat and the duck are furry bait. Nice. Did they have anthro evolution? They anthroed them, yes. Ah, they tried to glue her paws to the floor. didn't work. (laughs) And the final Evo didn't become a tar either. Um, But they very much went with the, the, you know, carnival look. Mm -hmm. So, like, the third Evo of the cat is one way, and the, the duck is... Like a fucking Rio de Janeiro, like carnival dancer. Oh, so that was the theme of. Yeah, it's well, thing. it's Spain is the oh, theme. Oh, okay, gotcha. So, like, they've done France, they've done England, they've done America, they've done Japan. Like, mm-hmm. this is the Spain, Spain and Portugal right. uh, themed one. So, you have various Spanish. You said England, wasn't it more Britain because they had the Scottish. Uh... Trainer. Well, that was uh, Sword and Shield, the, the previous one. Right. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. But, like, I did have There's to say... Porn of her. We extended the moratorium on posting the Evo porn until tomorrow, the 19th, because that gives people time to get the characters and play the game a bit before people start spamming all the <laughs> masquerada porn that has been... Because they got leaked two weeks in advance, oh. and people immediately started... Drawing those in adult, those adult versions of those characters, and it had to put a moratorium in the pinned. Like, hey guys, just so you know, don't post Pokemon spoilers in here. I'll be very cross. And people behaved. Nice. Nobody, nobody jumped the gun. It's a well-behaved group. Yes, mm-hmm. like the Sprigatito porn has been there forever, mm-hmm. and like Sprigatito is still probably the cutest. The Middle Evo is pretty cute too, but Green Weed Cat is just like. <laughs> Did you ever figure out how to call them weed? Um, hey, just name it like Kush, or <laughs> insert like any other strain, and you're we good to go. We have so many names. We for have marijuana. such strains to show you. <laughs> it's like fucking vape pins in his head. <laughs> oh my god! No, no. Oh, that's great. Oh. Vape head. Uh yeah. Like, though, out of the three of them, the crocodile is actually kind of the only hot one to me. <laughs> like, the other two are kind of like... Oh, like, Sprigatito's oh no. Evo gets extremely gay, uh, and mm-hmm. then somehow Quaxley's is even gayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very gay. The, the straightest of the water Evos is still going to be way gayer than any other. Like, they went maximum furry bait for the final Evos for grass and water, mm-hmm. but Crocodile's just flat fuck Friday. Yeah, like I haven't even looked at like the uh, like ex- the roster that has come out. I've mm-hmm. been a little busy today. Yeah, um, and I felt kind of bad because I did have to go by Target, and I was like, if it's there, I'll impulse buy Scarlet, and that they had sold out of physical mm-hmm. copies. Oh. And I'm assuming you didn't buy the two pack this time. 
No, I haven't bought any of the games. Okay. Um, I figured beyond that shit. I'm bur- I'm going through another burnt out of Pokemon face. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I'm waiting to see if they pack the performance issues. Burnt out. Close Be- encounter with a fire type. Yeah. That would have been way better. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the, the benefit of being a art-only fan of Pokemon <laughs> is that it doesn't matter if the games are dog shit. The furry porn flows. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I see... Pokemon porn all the time, and I'll send it to you because I'll be like, eh, Sour will take this. Yo, check it out. It's this Sneasler porn of this Alpha Sneasler just doming the shit out of her trainer. Look at by this. Despite being like eight feet tall. Look at this coughing, giving head porn. <laughs> I really need to get the more porn of the 18 year old Rockruff and the 40 year old Vulpix. The, the We Didn't Evolve Club. Yes, the We Didn't Evolve Club. Uh, the Rock Ruff has a tattoo on his arm that just says dads. <laughs> Quality. Yeah, yeah I, I still need to get the follow-up to that piece I got from Soft Dogs. I got those two mm-hmm. YCHs you recently. just commissioned Soft Dogs. Just be like, or... you know, I need to get the one of Rafa pegging Saverin, pegging the devil into him. Yes. Because that's the, the angel and devil YCH, where it's like you get both characters. So. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, Rafa's the devil and has Saverin on a call on a leash, and he's yes. dressed as a little angel. Yeah, it's, it's the the first picture surprise. Yeah. yeah, just pegging the shit out of him, and his halo falls off and lands on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you got a little chip in it, like Krim. Yeah, you can't go back to heaven now. Krim has done too many crims. Oh, Krim, Krim crimes. That's such a good show. It was. It I was. It so much. Won't get a second season, but it was good for what we got. Yep. Yeah. Anyway. But anyways, guys. <laughs> we are now at... Oh, hey, look at the time! Just look at the time. It's 9.30, and we're just kind of rambling because we're tired and just kind of sitting. I, I did want to briefly mention that one of the things in the news that you mentioned at the start of the show was uh, FIFA and the Oh, right, the Todd, that's going to suck. And I mean, uh, what I was going to say is that I have a prediction that the next FIFA video game will be called Qatar Hero. God. Yeah, that's going to suck. I mean, FIFA combining with the Qatari in, uh, government, like, one, it was built with slave labor. Qatar in the entire Middle East sucks ass for human rights. They deserve none of their money. Fuck them. And they, you know... Also, FIFA's just incredibly FIFA is also incredibly corrupt. Yeah. Fuck them, too. Yeah. Fuck soccer in general. You know, I'm going to really piss off the Englanders. And... Like, I feel like they probably did it to get out of Crims. Like, it's just like, look, we have diplomatic community now. Go away. (laughs) You know, you take a bunch of soccer hooligans, put them in the fucking desert, and tell them you can't have beer to your soccer matches. Fucking luck, man. Yeah. You you all deserve each other. Fuck you. Yep. Um, So, that's just last second, like, Budweiser signed this massive multi-million dollar deal with FIFA World Cup, and then Qatar's government was like, you can't take fucking alcohol into our Muslim country. Fuck you. Like, the only beer that's being sold is Bud, like, Bud Zero or whatever, and it's, it's not alcoholic it's shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you, it's like the people that are 
like oh you're doing a wrestling match in fucking saudi arabia oh you're doing a fucking wrestling match in the uae this place that you know execute queers for fun Mm -hmm. like no you shouldn't support these fuckers they're barbarians just because they have oil money doesn't mean they're civilized that there was uh there's been a lot of issues with uh Worldcon last few years. So, like, one of the years that I think the two countries running were Canada and UAE. So, so Worldcon was either going to be in Toronto or Dubai, if that's the right country. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, like, people, like, were like, they should, Dubai should not even be on this fucking ballot. Because a lot of the authors, Yulia Hugo uh, winners and nominees last few years, a lot of people on those lists are women or are very queer mm-hmm. yeah. or are people of color. And like, wow, you know, half your Hugo nominees will not feel safe going to a convention in this country. The next year's Worldcon, uh, 2023 is going to be in China. And they're, one of their guests of honor is, like, I think a super right-wing supporter of Vladimir Putin. So there's a lot of people being like, this is fucked. Well, guess I'm not going. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think the the one here in this country this year, I think it was in Chicago, uh, in 2024 Five, it's going to be in... Uh, no, 2024 is going to be in Glasgow. So, I mean, that'd be kind of nice to go to. Yeah, but... But it's anyway, just... you can see, like, a, when it's a worldwide convention, Worldcon, like, yeah, you want it to be open to everybody. You want to take it to places where it's never been before. But then you also do have to consider the host country's records on human rights. And mm-hmm. it's like, are, are a gaggle of queer authors going to be fucking assaulted? If they leave the hotel. Are know? they just going to not go to that country? Because, I mean, fuck it. Why would you? Are they going to force women authors to, you know, like, mask themselves? Or you know, do you got to wear the fucking hijab to show up and do your shit? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a big issue. Um, yeah, I mean, because the, the culture is going one way. And as much as they're trying to rein it back in... You can't put the gay toothpaste back in the tube. You can't put the queer and trans toothpaste back in the tube. Mm-hmm. They're going to fucking try. They're going to be authoritarian fuckheads as hard as they can, but they're a declining demographic. Yep. They should make a bisexual version of Aqua Fresh, where it's the three colors of the bi flag. Yeah. <clears throat> there you go. See, I should be in marketing. Exactly. You are. You own a publishing company. I know, and I'm so bad at marketing. <laughs> That's why you have other people to help you. Yeah. Um, Do you want to handle marketing for me? You could. You could format emails for me. You just. I need... love you, my love. No. You just need somebody to so be like. He does Yo. this thing when I start babbling on about something he doesn't want to talk about. He gets this. We have this teeny tiny St. Bernard plush that he put a little red hat on. It is the cutest fucking thing, and we just call him Baby Ajax. So if I'm rambling about something, he'll literally get up, 
put the plush wherever he was sitting or standing and walk away. He's like, no, no, keep going. I can hear you. Uh-huh. And I'm <laughs> That's just really look- interesting, folks. Continue to talk about trains. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah and I'm just looking at this this tiny little St. Bernard. I don't know if you've seen it. I'll show you the plush yeah, later. Yeah, you can show me it later. It's cute as hell. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we have this thing called doing the thing where we'll mm-hmm. get one of the other partners into a conversation that's supposed to be five minutes and it'll last like three hours. Yeah. So sometimes you have to dislodge yourself from one of those things to go do the thing that you actually needed to go do that night. So, <laughs> so the furnace has actually been out of commission for what, a couple weeks? I think. Yeah, a couple weeks. So like like last night I did the what's the game where the thing is sus? Oh uh, Among Us. Among, Among Us. Us. Yeah, last night I did the family meeting. And, and, and I and I had them both come to the living room. And Dead like, furnace found. That's where you got the idea for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like family meeting, um, and it was supposed to just be a quick thing. I was like, I I need you guys have both talked to different furnace companies. I need one of y'all to pick up the ball and actually make a decision. You know, and what do we want to do about this? And eventually, Ajax um, took that on, and uh, that worked out. So that was good. But later on, uh, Tyrion went out for tacos, and he got to the taco place, and it was closed. And he texts me back. He's like, the taco place is closed because you kept me too long talking about how cold you were. (laughs) Yo, dog, being cold is not fun. I, I have, like, tonight I'm only wearing a single layer. But, like, I mainly have these very light pants mm-hmm. and sweatpants that I'll layer. And if I'm pretty cold, I'll wear my hoodie in the house. And if I have to take Adam out, I'll put another fucking hoodie on over it. Yeah. I will yeah. be double layered. That was what I did when I was at Maven's last weekend. Oh, yeah. I was had to, double yeah. layered. I had gloves on. And I was right next to a fire pit. So my ass was parked right over I don't over know what's it. up with the fucking hookah lounge around the corner. But, like, they've been keeping it weirdly cold in there like a couple of times i've been in there and my hand has started to go numb while holding the hose <laughs> they want you to smoke and get the fuck out maybe yeah. they're like Yo, that's why they don't... only actually they only have two actually comfortable co- couches oh. the rest of them are rock fucking hard <laughs> yeah because i was like all right fuzz says he's at the hookah lounge at six o'clock or whatever and then I eventually sent you, like, the screaming, uh, screaming like, wolf sticker, like, ah, <laughs> to get your attention and be like, God damn it, Fuzz. I'm sitting here waiting for you to get done, and my dad is watching YouTube videos behind me, and I'm <laughs> just feeling insane while waiting. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That was literally, I, did, I sent you that one because the Finnick screaming one i've used a few times so like this is a different screaming sticker on telegram mm, there are so many there's so many um but as a final note pennsylvania tesla bursts into flames photos show unrecognizable metal husk and the tweet is not pennsylvania tesla the regionally famous robot detective he was <laughs> instrumental in solving not particularly sad murders <laughs> <laughs> pennsylvania tesla. thank you bombs fall yeah. Yep. <laughs> find me at Macedon. Honestly, your best bet to find me at this point, I, I made a I made a Tumblr a table at a con behind the table at a con. <laughs> I made a Tumblr again for some reason. 
to maybe use that to find my slop, but it can't be the sexy slop that I want. Yeah, it's. I have like... a co-host, but I haven't been able to do shit on there yet. You mm. can find me on oh, Telegram. Are you still in the queue. I don't know, man. I signed oh, okay. up and I <laughs> haven't looked at it since. So if you log in, go to your settings page, scroll all the way down to the bottom. It'll tell you how many people are ahead of you in the queue. Yeah. Let's see if my uh, login has propagated onto this Mac. Uh, Cause I'll look. Cause I think I was like ten thousandth or something. Okay. I've loved co-host though because like it reminds me of Tumblr before Tumblr went to shit. Oh. Okay. And it's just like it's just you find the most insane crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Like especially because you can do CSS inside of the posts. So there's a tag that goes around called CSS okay. crimes. And so it's just people making the most weird, crazy shit uh, using CSS. Like, I've seen people make video games, um, like, cl- functioning clocks, um, various kinds of animations, I think you novels. linked one. That, yeah, the visual novel. Yeah. Oh, wow. Huh. Like, it's well, you so said crazy insane. shit. I thought it was going to be like a fox with five assholes that was doing double anal on all of them at once. <laughs> I mean, I saw how you know, skateboard today. Um, that's nice dog yeah so it shows like if I go to my link it just has my icon it says Saverin at Saverin Drake they them and then login Mm -hmm. so I don't know if it's been activated or not but my login has not propagated to Google on this because I think I signed up on Edge Mm -hmm. how edgy of you because Microsoft Edge doesn't really have a Mac version as far as I know anyways yeah, man, I it's gonna suck when Twitter eventually dies, but the final posts are gonna be hilarious. People have been having fun. So many Titanic memes. So many uh, fucking like gentlemen. On- it's been an honor posting with you. Yeah, or I saw thirty to five, thirty to fifty feral hogs burning outside the Tannhauser Gate. All those posts now they gone. will disappear like tweets in the rain. <laughs> like. Feral Hogs won in the end. It it feels in a lot of ways like darkly lulzy in the way that like when Trump got COVID. It's... Everyone was just posting and having fun. And it's just, you know. It reminds me a lot of when. Go ahead. It's, it's entertaining, but like we're, we're tweeting through it. You know, mm-hmm. we're posting through the death of Twitter. Because it's not like it's going to just have an announcement just something's gonna break and they're not gonna have the people to fix it yep. yeah and it'll go down for a few months like on like fa did but unlike fa twitter is used to you know communicate disaster information and where to find like oh shit this place got hit by a tornado do you know anybody or if you're in this area get to cover mm-hmm. or an earthquake hit this or area the, yeah, the arab spring yeah. Heavily fueled by Twitter. Yeah, but that was old Twitter. Twitter, what it was, has changed so much in the last couple yeah. of years. Like, everything's changed so much in the last couple of years. Ever since, like, 2015, the world just, like, broke. <laughs> yeah. You're the, right. Uh... Everything sucks. Which is why you should go to patreon.com slash southpodcast mm. if you would like to support the show. Yeah. <laughs> Let us build an internet home. Let me bring forth a tweet from Supership79. Mastodon, Countersocial, and others are picking up maybe half a percent of the Twitter user base. It's the hardcore addicts who are jumping ship to those sites. The rest will go back to 
Facebook or Instagram or just idle off Twitter, leaving it to a few thousand Nazis and Elon stands. The furries know the way. The furries will guide you. Where the furries set up shop will be the next internet home. We will build villages and towns that become cities and megacities, which will then burn and expel their inhabitants elsewhere. Furries have been on the internet, guiding it, building it, running it since the beginning. They understand its ways and flows. They build these flows in many cases. Trust furries. Mm-hmm. It's yes. true, baby. That is, uh, mm-hmm. yes, Southpaw's cast on uh, fucking Patreon. <laughs> you know, if you like this show, if you've appreciated the past hour and a half or so of rambling, <laughs> uh, you can give us a buck. We'd appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um you can find our Telegram fan chat, which will persist after the death of Twitter, mm-hmm. though it will make it slightly harder to post porn from there if it dies. That's what FA is for. And mm-hmm. the various other porn yeah. chats that people curate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good space. We've crossed 200 members now. Nice. It was very funny because I had a name pop up and I'm like, what the fuck? That's really familiar. And then they were in two other chats I was in. Like, uh, oh, okay. That's why. Um, and so, yeah, come to our Telegram fan chat. But you know what also isn't going to go away? For Planet.com, BadDogBooks.com, buy some books, buy some ebooks, get some smut, jack off, let us know. Don't actually let us know, please. <laughs> you can let me know uh, at SaneAjax33 on a woo.space yeah. for Mastodon. Mm-hmm. You can be like, because yo. Because I, I am a Mastobator now. You can be like, yo, I've read Altered States and I fucking nutted hard as hell. I really wish people would tell me that shit. And they would just like like post an image of the so of the so far come button. That's all they need to do is just post the, the image of the come button. I miss that so much. I yeah. came. Like that was that was my early anyway, I'm I won't ramble. Oh, <laughs> these kids these days, right? These kids these days have no idea the joy you got from the come button. You could only do it once a day, but when you gave gave that come to somebody, they appreciated it by God. It allowed me to mathematically figure out how much semen I had produced based off my stories. So at that- the time I did the math it was 28 gallons, and this was several years ago. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> see, you are literally a productive member of society. Yes. <laughs> I seized, I helped them seize the means of their own production. Um, <laughs> very, very good, dog. Congratulations. <laughs> we so, should have just called this episode 28 gallons of cum. 20, what, 26? 28. 28, 28, 28 gallons, gallons of cum. Come. Well, you know what? I can always label it different in post. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> There, I can fix it in post. <laughs> so on that note, good night. And, and big balls. Big cum. <laughs> <laughs>